The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Good day, WTF Landia Radio Show listeners. It is November the 8th, 2020. We are, you know, six days post-election night. And we are six days into knowing who the heck is going to run the country for the next four years. We think. Anyways, we think. We're not uh, totally sure. We got DJT threatening to take it to the courts, all the way to the courts, the high courts. But I don't think that if he does that, it's going to change anything. It's all going to be falsities made up in his mind about fraudulent voters and count stopping the counts of votes and folks. And, and then, you know, what we saw today was a lot of people. I mean, I watch social media news, saw a lot of people on the Karen pages and uh, the baller alerts in the shade rooms and, and rolling up their Trump flags in a very reluctant fashion. It was very, very reluctant, but necessary because you have to hang up your high hopes sometimes, guys. It's just like Michael Jordan when he left the Bulls and he couldn't deal with being retired because he was that great. He joined the Wizards when he realized Sometimes you got to hang up, hang up your boots. And uh, that's time. <laughs> it's time to hang up the boots, Trumpers. And the Bideners, well, congratulations to you folks. It looks like your world will be a lot, lot more free. I mean, if, unless he reenacts that crime bill that he instated, that he signed off on in the 90s. <laughs> you never know. He is, after all, a politician. And that was a great thing about... That was the wonderful thing, I think, about um, Donald Trump. The thing that brought people closer to Donald Trump was the fact that uh, he wasn't a politician. He was more of a business guy. He was more of a character. He's more of a like a, sh- a, sh- a showy guy, right? You knew that he was going to bring a lot of entertainment value to to the to the you know presidency seat, maybe. But not a lot of smarts and, and, and with the politics meaning like I think that was a good thing. I might miss that about him. Is that what he, he said? He, he, he said he was gonna do something. He did it. He didn't have any political motivations. He had money on his mind and, and mind on his money. I'm gonna miss that. Let's start thinking about the things that were it not for racism that we, we'd be okay with with Trump, Donald J. Trump. It's like he didn't play the games. He's like, all right, this is it. And this is what it is. And ah. You know, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna accept this because this is gonna make us the most money. I'm gonna, you know, he, he seemed like he was always signing some sort of executive order. I don't know what the. I want. I'd like to see the book of executive orders. I wonder if that's public knowledge. Maybe I will look into the Library of Congress and see if I can check that out. But folks, oh my gosh, I had to let it rest today. I know that. Um, as news is concerned and journalism is concerned, we know that WTF Landia Radio with your host, hi guys, Charbo Thay, was one of the first to bring the news of Donald J. Trump 
getting the coronavirus. We were, we were within minutes of breaking the news from New York Times. That's a fact. That's just a fact. That's not fake news. That's true. But yesterday, I, which was November the 7th, I, along with most Americans, besides the 96 million that voted for Donald Trump, and maybe even some of those guys were celebrating, but I was, and that, that number, nah, ugh, 96 million people voted for Donald Trump, and he killed 237, uh, you know, I've got questions, and they need answers. There's 96 million people okay with getting that guy in office again. That's again, 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 policies. Some of the policies he, stuck, he had, if you vibed with that, you're like, hey, this guy's not a politician game player. He just he just does what he thinks makes sense financial-wise. And he's not paying taxes on He's probably going to teach a, a class about how not to pay your taxes, how to pay 750 taxes when you're a president. We could have missed that, guys. During the second term, we probably had all kinds of stuff we could have learned. Until the, but instead, we kicked him out because of the racist red, rhetoric. I mean, eh, give or take, give or take, give or take. I'm good. Peace out, buddy. <laughs> but I would like to have him, Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump, DJT, as we lovingly, lovingly refer to you on WTF Landia Radio. If you uh, have a moment, and you'll probably be likely outside of the country, if you're heading out for, you know, crimes you might be held accountable for, um, holla at your girl. I'd like to get you on uh, the radio show here. It'd be really, really nice to see, um, to have have you answer a few questions and just see how your demeanor is outside of the pressures of being the president of a whole country. I think you might have made some, some sketchy decisions because, you know, you had a lot on the line. You had a lot of people looking at you, a lot of eyes. Now you have a lot of fingers pointed at you in the middle thrusted upward position, and that sucks. I saw that. I want you to know I saw that, and people should be nicer to you. You were coming back from golfing all weekend, trying to take in the news that you would not be running the country for another four years. Those are hand claps in the background. I know some of you haters are clapping that he's not going to be leading the country again for four years. (laughs) Haters. Not like actual people that have, that are excited to live. Black folks. Um, I know we're clapping and, and whatnot, but they didn't have to give you the middle finger on your way back to the White House on Black Lives Matter Avenue, right adjacent to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. That's got to be cool not to have to drive past that avenue every day on your way uh, on your way to work or out of work. Yeah, I mean they literally put Black Lives Matter Avenue right in front of the White House, bro. Now Kamala can see that and she can be very happy because she graduated from a hey. Wait a minute, y'all. <laughs> She graduated from it. Hey, this is really cool. I just have to tone it down, Char. I get excited. My voice fluctuates. Kamala Harris, Vice President, Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. Known fact, graduated from a historically black college by the name of Howard University. And she will be going to work on Black Lives Matter Road or Avenue, probably Avenue there in the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C. It's so cool! Oh my gosh! You can't write this up! So anyways, I took a break yesterday to take in this news and to just bubble in the excitement and I'm telling you what, I'm here in British Columbia. 
not the District of Columbia, British Columbia. And I am feeling, we felt the electricity all the way over here, just like we smelled that fire from San Francisco all the way over here. A lot of stuff travels. It's not that far off, right? Look, in Canada, we're not in igloos. It's just our thing. I know that we're more aware of our demographics now that we have social media and all that. We know that Canadians don't all live in igloos and stuff like that. But that was a thing people thought. Um, but no, we, we felt the electricity all the way over here because it was literally like everybody could breathe. Everybody was like holding their breath. Because literally, even whether you know it or not, I'm telling you, racial tension and watching people die and having to fight and and, and protest is not a walk in the park. And Karen's calling people fake phone calls on, 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 on people of color and black trans lives being taken and a lot and just just a lot happened in 2020. What didn't happen was Chicago didn't stop shooting on each other. Golly, jeez. Chicago, what is it? What y'all got in the water out there? Bullets? Y'all got bullets in the water? Like, I gotta get rid of all these bullets I drank down. I drank too many bullets today. It's like a video game. Dang, it's like War of the, Wor- War of the Worlds in Chicago. <laughs> Settle down. It's been going on like that for too long. I got family in Chicago. I was in Chicago. I took a train to Chicago. Um, I met a boyfriend on a train to Chicago when I was like 12 years old, 13. We sat next to each other on that train for three days. His parents were off to the side. My parents were off to the side. We were reading books and looking out the window and holding hands under, under the blankets, probably. No, I was a good girl, but we probably did. But when I got there, whew, south side of Chicago, it is... Uh, even back then, there was a lot of drive-bys and stuff. We were going undercover a lot. And so I'm just wondering what is in the water out there, because even in the pandemic, the, the numbers, man, people was dying still. Chicago, we got to settle down. We got to put more programs out there. I hope that is one of the cities. And literally, that's not clowning. That's what. That's facts. That's facts. When you put people in precarious situations where they can't thrive, find jobs, find ways out of their hood, you know, without having to run into liquor stores on every corner and fast food joints, which, you know, very, very much so knocks down your morale to get things done. When you're running into hamburgers and fifths of vodka rather than yoga studios and, you know, Trader Joe's, green leafy vegetables, your brain can't function right. Of course, you're going to kill some people on your way out the door. You know, you got to set these neighborhoods up, these inner city, this is to Mr. Joey B. Hello, Mr. President. We, there's a few orders of business that we should probably look into addressing. One, let's let them kids and uh, them folks out of the concentration camps we have going on at the border, AKA ICE establishments. That's, that ain't cool. It's not cool. It's finding these people's parents, not the coyotes. That's so silly. Let's find these kids, 245 children's parents, and get them back to them, and let's close these camps because it does not, it's frowned upon around the world that we have people locked in cages. There's other ways to do it, you know? Gosh, I don't know. I feel like there's just other ways to get people that have obviously come here for like some sanctuary. Um, 
rather than you know keeping them here and make and locked in cages with like silver blankets it's not it's not something that feels like it's okay it feels like we should not be doing that so unless we can um unless we can take you know take another look at how we can do it i think we 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 have to we have a lot of questions to answer to the un and whatnot so i don't know i think that that would be first order of business i really hope we can look into that because people are humans they're not animals you know and they, they didn't come here to like rape and pillage i don't believe not not all of them for sure and um I don't know. Can we let's make the world a better place, folks? But anyways, also that we can stop the, some of the war. That's some of the funding of military op, operations that are going on in Syria and Yemen and whatnot. But also, if we can talk about reparations for Black folks, I would be. Those hand claps. That'd be brilliant. Not talk about it, but let's let's be about. It. Let's put it into action. Let's see how we we can not have to, you know pay taxes on the land that we built and also you know get paid for the work that we did so that'd be cool Gavin Newsom I know you're heading that up but you know if we can talk Mr. President and Madam Vice President um, that'd be so cool and if we can go and I like the platinum plan so if we can transfer the platinum plan that Ice Cube had going on with DJT and slide that whole menu over to, to President Joey Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, I think they'd be about that life because there was a lot of good things, creating generational wealth and $850 billion in, in, in building businesses and things like that. This would restructure our neighborhoods. So instead of having these liquor stores and gun shops on each corner on your way out to try to chase success and or failure, we can replace them with... Um, with libraries and 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 you know what are those schools called uh those uh, trade schools and whatnot we could do that and that way we are building up better futures for our communities for our black communities for our people of color to create generational wealth too we can get some businesses off the ground black people have brilliant minds we, we're just like anybody else we just need investments we need to be on equal playing fields with everybody else okay it's starting from the bottom now we hear it takes a long time we need to start from from each other's level and be there and go higher that's what we need to do and i know that you know this is going to be a lot of stuff to do in four years I don't expect magic to happen, but I do expect legislative and progressive changes to happen because I, along with the rest of the world, we're tired of promises and and things like that uh, not being fulfilled. And that's the thing that people get turned off with politicians. It's like they promise, 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 but they're not fulfilling that. I think we can, can fulfill these promises if we take a stronger look at it We don't need to put a lot of resources into research either. We know what some of these problems are. We've already researched them. Take what we already learned and start putting finances into moving action-based projects moving forward. Like, all right, let's start with California and let's literally give black people their status cards where they don't have to pay taxes and give black people, start putting 
their reparations in their bank accounts for a month. It, it, it's not that hard. You know, legislative bodies, let's get to work on writing out what that looks like. That can happen in a year, I feel like. I feel like that can happen. Every If every state collectively says we will start on, let's say, January 21st is when y'all in there? Officially? So let's say, give you a week to get in there and get settled, get your furniture right. And then every state within America starts collectively to come up with a package that starts depositing reparations into black people's account. I don't care black people who from anywhere, whatever they've done, I don't know, give them bank accounts. If they haven't paid tax, if they haven't this and that, if they haven't whatever, it doesn't matter. Let's put, let's get them started so they can put it in their accounts so they can start adding to the country that they have built. You want to see people happy and successful and doing well, you start, you give them their just deserves, rebuild their communities around them to, 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 to reek of health and not, you know, toxic destruction, violence, you know, soot. You know, because you are what you, what you, you are what you're around. My coach used to say it, guys. I always say that in these podcasts. When you look good, you feel good, you run good. We were sponsored by Nike. We always had the best gear that we were able to choose. Because he said, look, I want y'all to feel good. When you look good, you feel good, you run good. When you look good, when your neighborhood looks good, when your body looks good because you're eating good food and you're healthy and your thoughts are actually rolling around because you got oxygen in your blood and not a bunch of junk food and processed foods and hot Cheetos. We're going to give hot Cheetos a pass. I will eat like I'll drink a whole glass of beet juice and wash it down with some hot Cheetos because that's what's that's that's life. That's living. Okay. But we're talking about having to resort to McDonald's. Burger King and all that because of the price. The price is cheap. A dollar for a meal deal special. You know, four dollars for a, a bag of, you know, apples and oranges. Too much. Let's reverse that. Let's and, and let's start working in our communities to build these businesses. Black folks, let's start putting together farming industries. Any industry that is lacking, we could do it. And we can get right up there and get the benefit of starting these businesses. And so let's let, start using our mind and let's start giving people access to getting, you know, things done. And I'm telling you what, you're going to see a lot of happy people, a lot of successful people and happy and successful people. Sometimes it's frowned upon by people who are haters. It's like, why are they doing good? Why are, they, why are these black folks running around so happy? Well, because that's what they should have been. We should have been doing that for a long time. You can't be the only ones looking spry and bright, you know, in the face. We need that as well. So just everybody, let's not be haters. Let's encourage uh, our, our brothers and sisters or mankind as a whole to be just as great as each other. Because it never is going to take away from your greatness. Anybody, somebody being great will never, ever, ever, I promise you, take away from your good attributes, your greatnesses, because you're going to be different. Even if they're great at something, they might not be as cute as you. So just take that for what it is. You know, find your find your way. <laughs> find your way and encourage people to be great so that way you have a lot of success. And we can never, 
look around and feel like someone's more successful than me. Um, so I just, you know, I won't, I don't feel great about it. But do you feel good about somebody dying in the middle of the street on the on the iPhone video? No, that's also very traumatic. You got to pick your battles. You got to pick your box of chocolate. Which one do you want? I want successful people and happy and healthy people, period, bottom line. It'll never negate. It will never take away from who I am as a person. So I think, look, I say all that to say this. I think this is what Joey B and Kamala Harris can do for us. And I think this is what the change we need. I know a lot of folks, speaking of haters, aren't going to love that black woman sitting in that in that White House. Ooh, they went from they went from racist student, like a black woman from a black university in the White House on the power most powerful positions in the world y'all it's very it's very confusing if you're a, a, a djt supporter oh my it's not even confusing you're you are frankly pissed off you're not stoked about life but hey sorry for you buddy we had to deal with that too we had to deal with death knocking out the door pb stand back stand down and stand stand away stand down and, and start towards Europe <laughs> do not come to Canada we are way more way more liberal than America you guys will not like it here everybody's like all the Trumpers are like I'm moving to Canada I'm moving to Canada you brah, you move to Canada you're gonna hate it you're gonna be like why are they helping all these people what are these Indigenous people have a status card. Why can they get things and not have to pay taxes? <gasps> what are these gay people doing holding hands all throughout Vancouver? You've never seen more happy people of same sexes than you have in Van- in Vancouver, in British Columbia. My gosh, you guys, look. Stop, don't try to run away from your problems by running here. You're going to run into a lot more happy people than you are ready for. <laughs> all of- all of Canada was excited to see Joey B and Kamala getting there. Not all of them. There were some Trump supporters, but they're usually out in the country, just like everybody else. Um, so, and all that to say, of course, we laugh to get through the pain, but all that to say is Canadians are happy, Parisians are happy, Italians are happy. I mean, have you seen some of the, the, the modes of support? Just pre- Primer, our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau sent out a congratulations to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and he's like it's refreshing to see the two of you at all some of you said that was very 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 savvy and very shady at the same time go look at Justin Trudeau's tweets (laughs) he's he's funny I love that guy I love Justin Trudeau and uh, a lot of the a lot of the leaders of different countries were sending out congratulatory messages to uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and they were there was a there was a congratulations mixed with so much shade you can't even muster it up. It's like wow that was shady. They're like bye bye, sayonara DJT. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Double hand, jo- <laughs> double hand job dance. He was a double hand HJ. He was he was doing too much in that stage. I'm gonna miss that dance. But if I ever need to go back and see him, I just can play some videos. But he should stop dancing. He should never do that dance. He got a whole lot of, you know, people spiked up. Their spidey senses started spiking up. Why is he 
doing the double jerk. I mean, a lot of people had questions after that DJ team. We thought you were married to Melania. Now we're starting to have questions. That dance was something special. Anyways, all that to say is we don't, you know, there are things we're going to miss. We're going to miss the double, the double wrist clapping gestures when you talk. We're going to miss the circle fingers for sure. We're going to miss the, so what's it? But see, everybody loves Donald. Everybody's mad at Donald Trump. Everybody's that. We're going to miss you talking in the third person. Who does that? The grown ass man who talks in the third person. That was odd to watch a lot. It felt like parody. I'm going to, I'm going to miss, you know, a lot of my show writing itself because I didn't have to really write a lot. There was just so much humor and parody just based off of one human. I don't know that I'll get this much, um, material off of, uh, Joey B and Kamala Harris. I don't know. I hope so. But we had a lot, we had a lot of action with, with, uh, DJT, he never once mentioned Mike Pence. We didn't even know that guy was his vice president because he always talked about Trump. He talked about himself. Oh, yeah, everybody's Trump. Oh, yeah, Trump is doing a great job. I hear you guys and love Trump. Who's out there love Trump? Trump loves you, midwives. Uh, he loves you, uh, uh, suburb wives, moms. Uh, Trump wants to come out there and give you guys kids. He never once said, I never heard Donald Trump say Mike Pence ever once. Not once. Not once at all. It's weird. Because when I think about it, uh, as I'm thinking about it now, I've never heard him mention it. I didn't even know that guy. Only time I heard about Mike Pence is when he had a fly land on his head during the debates against Kamala. Excuse me. I'm talking. There's a fly on your head, jerk. We don't know who you are, but you're sitting there, so I'm just going to address you. Um, Mr. Whitehair guy, there's a fly that landed on your head. <laughs> That's all we know about Mike Pence. Ah, I don't even know what he did. Was he the head of Coronavirus Task Force? Oh, he's the guy that's in charge of killing the 237,000 people. Not funny. We don't. Trump didn't do that. It was Pence. Even though we don't know who that guy. Who's Pence? Golly, this is funny. We are gonna see a whole new White House. Listen, I just want again. I want to say congratulations to. President Joey B and Vice President, Madam Vice President uh, Kamala Harris. I'm looking forward to what you have to do. I think we should take necessary steps to get those kids out of cages and to get um, some reparations for us black folks to get um, indigenous people their rights to vote and, and everything that they should decisions they should be making on their own land. Let's just start opening up the door to some actual, factual, real life things we can put into motion now. And guys, don't forget to vote in your primary elections so we get those, you know, judges and, and, and everybody who, who is writing legislations and laws. Uh, we can get the people that we want that represent the laws and legislations that we need passed to see real, real, real change happen. Circuit court judges and all that. Those things happen in your primaries. Everybody gets excited to vote for president because they don't like what the guy does. But we have a lot of primary elections that happen. And circuit court judges, lawmakers, police uh, chiefs, and things like that. You want to make sure those people represent you? Make the vote, make your votes count in the primary elections. Get out there, get live, get loud. People who are organizing, organize people to get active in voting 
in the primary. We, we saw what we could do. We didn't sit down. We basically protested and organized this whole dang pandemic. Now that we know the power of what that can bring, let's do that in the primaries and make sure everybody expresses and rocks and, 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 and ignites their right to vote so that we can actually see changes. Unless if we don't, we're going to keep not seeing changes. You're going to keep seeing a guy that you prefer in the office, but you'll never see those laws change in your favor. We have to vote in the primaries. In the meanwhile, guys, I love you all. I'm glad to see that my fellow humanity is breathing. This is a global show on, uh, you know, on this podcast. This is a WTF Landia Radio, the global news show. I am excited to be your host, Shar Bothe. And I am excited that you're back and back and back again. I, I see you, Algeria. I see you, Argentina. I see you, Brazil. I see you, South Korea. I see you, Russia. I see you, Australia. I see you, Ireland. I see you, Norway. I see you, Sweden. I see you, Canada. I see you, US. I see you, uh, Greece, I see you, Turkey, I see you guys, I see you, I see your flags, I see your analytics, I thank you for showing up and listening over and over again, I think it's so cool, in so many more countries, hey, I'm excited that I'm able to bring this uh, show to you, and uh, share it with your friends, leave some comments, and subscribe, and all that stuff that they that everyone asks you to do when you tune into their show, I don't really do that, but I'm going to start doing that because I think it's important. And that way you guys are, you know, you guys will tell me what you think, but you're not writing it down. Take some time and write it down in the comments on Apple or wherever. But let's get this show um, worldwide. Let's get on some uh, some broadcasting networks so this, uh, can, this message can get around. We're going to go on tour with this show, I tell you. WTF Landia Radio with your host, Charbote, will be on tour. Or on Netflix or some some something coming soon. I just feel it. I just know it. But I am proud to serve you right now in the news uh, that we've been bringing thus far. And uh, again, I hope that Joey B and Kamala Harris give us some 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 fun stuff to look forward to this year. If not, we'll find it because you know we're versatile. Well, I'm versatile. It's just a one man show here. <laughs> Um, I love you. Kiss your families. Love your families. Love the ones who are near you. Respect each other in front of your children. And respect and honor your wives and husbands. And and be kind to your neighbors and people who are serving you and working for you. Say please and thank you. And pray before you go to bed. Pray before you eat. Give thanks and all that stuff. Because you know what? None of us raggedy ass humans deserve anything. But we're here. And we're working hard to show that we are capable of uh, getting things done, helping our neighbors, and uh, and loving the world around us. Again, I'm your host, Charbothe, with WTF Landia Radio. Later. <laughs>